Welcome to Victorious Living. We're talking about putting Satan in his place. And so what did he say? He said, trust in the Lord. And he said that we are to trust the Lord. Trust, trust in the Lord with all of your heart and lean not to your own understanding. So we cannot be totally surrendered if we hold on to care, worry, anxiety, burdens, bitterness, and unforgiveness. Welcome to Victorious Living with Pastor Charles Cowan. Today, Pastor Cowan shares with us part two of his series, Putting Satan in His Place. We invite you to stay tuned to today's program. If you can't, we invite you to visit our website at victoriousliving.org. There you'll find other audio and video resources to help you in your Christian walk. And now here's Pastor Cowan as he shares with us, putting Satan in his place. So carrying your worries, carrying your distresses, carrying your daily struggles by yourself, by yourself shows that you have not trusted God fully with your life. So humble yourself under the mighty hand of God. Humble, submit yourself under the mighty hand of God. Submit yourself to the word of God. Submit yourself and bring yourself to where you fill your mind with the word of God so that your mouth will speak the word of God so that the power that is in the word of God can work and move in your behalf. Hallelujah. So not submitting to circumstances tells God that we trust him to change unfavorable circumstances in our life. Now let me, let me read that to you again. Not submitting to circumstances of life. We all have them. Every one of us in the room today, we have certain circumstances that, in, that we encounter in life. We have certain situations that we deal with in life. And a lot of times they kind of just kind of spring themselves upon you. But circumstances, not submitting to the negative circumstances that tries to present themselves to your life, not submitting to circumstances tells God that we trust him to change unfavorable circumstances in our life. And God will do it. Proverbs chapter three, verses five through six. This is what the uh, uh, is written in this in in these these two verses or this one verse it says it this way: Trust in the Lord with all of your heart. Now listen to God doesn't intend for me to have a little doubt and a little bit of faith in my mind because doubt and faith are not partners. They, they do not cohabit together. So if, if uh, negative thoughts come, what do we do? We, we cast them out with the power of the word of God. What are we doing, people? We're putting Satan in his place. We're putting Satan under our feet. So he said, trust in the Lord with all of your heart. 
The word heart, obviously, in this instance here, it goes to your mind. It goes to your mind. It goes to your thinking. See, God is in you. God doesn't, the God that's in you does not have a problem with, with doubt because he doesn't have any. So he said, trust in the Lord with all of your heart and don't lean to your own understanding. So we have, to, we, we have to dig into that for ourselves and get it in our mind. Amen, what God has said. So notice something else that he says, trust in the Lord with all of your heart and lean not, do not depend upon your own understanding. So, you know, sometimes the devil tries to get us to, well, uh, uh, you know, what's the reason that this is happening in your life? All the while, he's the one who has brought it to your life. So he said, uh, God says, uh, uh, trust in the Lord with all of your heart and lean not unto your own understanding. So we cannot be totally surrendered if we hold on to worry. Let me say that again. We cannot be totally surrendered to God as long as we hold on to worry. I don't want you to lift your hand because I already know the answer. Have you ever worried? I got that answer and you know where I got it? I got it from myself. Because I have caught myself in the years gone by concerned anxious and worried about certain situations. But that told, tells me that or tells God that I do not fully trust him with my life. So he said what? He said, uh, trust in the Lord with all of your heart and lean not unto your own understanding. And we cannot be totally surrendered if we hold on to care, to worry, to anxiety, to burdens, to bitterness, or to unforgiveness. As long as those things remain in a person's life or any one of those things remains in a person's life, they are not totally sur surrendered to God. So let me read it again. We, can't, we, can't be, we cannot be totally surrendered if we hold on to care. We cannot be totally surrendered if we're worrying all the time. We cannot be totally uh, surrendered uh, surrender to God if we are anxious or have anxieties about things in life. We cannot be totally surrendered if we're burdened down in life. We cannot be totally surrendered if there is bitterness in our hearts toward other people. Uh, we cannot be totally surrendered if there is unforgiveness in our hearts. Satan will seek you and divide, try to divide our minds. Let me, let me just, let me just, you know, uh, take a little pause here. We as God's people should be careful how we get so engrossed and involved in this political fight that's going on. God never told us to carry a banner and march. He said, pray. He said, pray about it. Pray, lean on him. Because you know what? Political views divide. It's divisive and it's of the devil. When it goes to be, it goes to dividing people. 
well, you're this and you're that and I'm the, you know, goes from Democrat to Republican to Independent and got it all in there, all swirling around in our head, you know. It's divisive. It causes people to speak against one another. It causes people to not treat other people right. Pray. If my people are, that are called by my name will humble themselves and get them a sign and march. If my people, come on now, get with me here. If my people that are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. Then will I hear from heaven and I will heal their land and he will heal our bodies and our sickness and our nation. So Satan seeks to divide us by color, by social standing, but we're all creatures of God. We're children of God. And one of the ways that Satan works on us is to get us divided and fighting one another. What does the Bible say? The weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they are mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. So we are to love people. I don't know how I got off on this, but since I'm here, I might as well stay a while. We are to love people even though we can have disagreement but we are to love people. And that means you keep your mouth shut about criticizing people. Lord in mercy. How come you didn't put that in my notes, Lord? He did. So now watch this. We're talking about putting Satan in his place. And so what did he say? He says, trust in the Lord. I'm not trusting in my government. I'm trusting in the Lord. I'm not trusting in some political party. I'm trusting in the Lord. I am not trusting in some denomination. I'm trusting in the Lord. And he said that we are to trust the Lord. Trust, trust in the Lord with all of your heart and lean not to your own understanding. So we cannot be totally surrendered if we hold on to care, worry, anxiety, burdens, bitterness, and unforgiveness. And you know, that's a great thought to keep in the forefront of our thinking that when all of that, if any of that at all is going on in a person's mind, stop and think, I have taken myself out from under the protective hand of God. So Ephesians chapter six, verse 10 says it this way. Finally, you know what finally means? Finally means after all has been said and all has been done and all that's going on now, finally. What does he say? That's the end of it. That's the exclamation point at the end of it. What does he say? Finally, my brethren, now he's talking to Christians. He's talking to us. 
talking to Christians. Finally, my brethren, lay down and roll over. And let the devil just whoop up on your mind. No, what does he say? Finally, my brethren, be strong. How can I be strong? But ye beloved, building up yourselves on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. If the same power that raised Christ from the dead dwells on the inside of you, he shall quicken your mortal body by his spirit that dwells in you. And so, finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. So what do you have to do here? You have to think about this. What did Jesus do to the devil? When Jesus went to Calvary, hung on the cross, Jesus descended into the lower parts of the earth, was raised up by the power of God. What did Jesus do to the devil? Boy, that's quiet. What did Jesus do to the devil? I'm waiting for a consensus in here. What did Jesus do to the devil? He put the devil under his feet. Question, where are you today? If any man be in Christ. So everybody say, I am in Christ. If any man be in Christ, he is what? A new creation. Say it with me. It's our hope that today's message, putting Satan in his place, has ministered to you. We invite you to come visit us at our website, victoriousliving.org. There you'll find audio of today's sermon and different resources and materials that can help you in your Christian walk. If you would like to request a free CD copy of today's message, you can do that by calling 1-800-842-7896. Again, that number, 1-800-842-7896. If you would like to receive a free CD copy of today's message, request offer 23. Today's offer number is 23. From Pastor Cowan and the congregation of Faith is the Victory Church, we'll be looking for you next time on Victorious Living.